0: I'm Didier with Didier Mortgage and today we're going to talk about overlays, overlays, overlays. As you well know, I do a video. Uh, I do a one minute, well it's actually a two minute video and then I do the podcast to go over a little bit more in greater detail of what's going on. So let's talk about these overlays and, and why is it happening. Well, you know, obviously there's a liquidity crisis and, you know, there's a, First payment defaults and things of that nature with people not making their mortgage payments. They have, what, 5 or 6% that are not making their payments right now. And as you well know, the loan servicers must make those payments. Uh, And the taxes and the insurance, which puts a burden on them, which is really kind of uh, a situation where they're having to increase their rates and they're having to do what we call overlays They're having to pick and choose. Obviously, they can't stop doing origination. They wouldn't have a business. So they're going to continue with their business, but they're going to go ahead and say, hey, listen, this is the kind of paper that we want. Let's talk about a paper that's getting hit hard right now. And those are called refis cash out. So what happens is if you do a refi cash out and you get your loan and your first payment, you don't make it. They're not getting any help. That's not a viable loan. That is going to stay on their books. So, how excited are they to do it? So now you have these overlays. If you're self-employed, and that's what being a mortgage broker is great because we have to place a loan with the right institution. For example, I have one lender that if your adjusted gross income is a hundred thousand dollars, well, guess what you just got knocked down 25% we're only going to use 75,000 so that one particular lender is going to take 25% right off your adjusted not your gross Your adjusted so that's pretty uh that's a pretty big hit along with that they're increasing their credit scores if you want to refi cash out you need a 720 credit score they won't let you lock it in up front so those are kinds of overlays that you're seeing with a refi cash out that are really getting hit hard. And we just need the director to loosen up a little bit, pay attention, and see what he's creating that maybe he can loosen the strings a little bit because that really is a big factor. That is really helping people that, you know, maybe their incomes have gone down, uh, they're being restructured. That gives them the opportunity with the equity they have in their home to refinance, to consolidate debt, pay off bills, and get in the right direction. I have another lender that they just came out yesterday. And what you have to realize is that we're on a changing venue every day. Every day there's some kind of new guideline coming out uh, with overlays. So the other lenders, not so bad. They'll give you 100% of the self-employment income. They want to look at your last month's bank statement, meaning they want to look at the last month's business bank statements to make sure deposits are going in and that your company is still vibrant in making money. Uh, the other thing that they look at is they want to see reserves. A lot of lenders are having requirements of reserves, like three months, six months, eight months, 12 months. What are reserves? Well, let's say your mortgage payment is $2,000 a month. They want to see maybe six months reserves. They want to see you have $12,000. So those are coming up. So not only are you getting affected by you know getting your income possibly uh, reduced, If you're self-employed, God bless you, Uh, me as well, Uh, you're getting that. You have higher credit scores that they're requiring, Uh, reserves, you know, having so much money in the bank to make sure that during these times you have the money to pay. Because they're really taking a gamble. Because if you go get a $200,000 loan, you do a refinance cash out and you you don't make that first mortgage payment. They now just owned it and they can't do that. So that's why you're seeing so many restrictions and things of that nature happening. So I thought that would be really interesting to share with you about the self-employed. They're getting whacked. And you know, during this trying time of the virus, what you really want to see happen is that the government doesn't put all these restrictions in the noose around these servicers an originator so that we can get business and really get the, get it going. It's really going to be the housing industry to take us out of our situation that we're in. But how can that happen if you're going to put all kinds of restrictions? But in, in, let's talk about first-time home buyers. I have a first-time homebuyer with a 645 credit score. So my normal lenders, if I go price it for FHA, can't even price it. You got to pay a bunch of points just to send it. And I didn't even get paid. Uh, So really, they're increasing their credit score, 680 or better, for it to be a lender credit. So that's a big factor. That's hurting. Uh, Now you can go with the 3% down home ready, but if you make too much money, it's not available. So that 645 can go under the home ready conventional 3% down. Uh, So really, you're getting a lot of first-time home buyers that don't have the credit score, a higher credit score, they're not able to get a home. So how's that gonna help the recovery? And how's that gonna get people in homes if you have these overlays? So if you take a first time home buyer and they're in below 680, you're kinda of got a problem. So it's gotta, you know, and you make a lot of money. You can't go under home ready. So those are overlays that are happening. And so that's kind of a big deal because They wanna get into a home. I have customers right now that wanna get into a home. And, you know, another thing is they're putting their income debt ratio. So before maybe if you were uh, at 50%, but you have a lower credit score, then they drop it down to 36%. Well, what does that mean? Well, That means if you take your mortgage payment, plus your car payment, student loans, credit card debt, whatever you may have, divide that into your gross monthly income, If you exceed 36%, which most people do, uh, you got a problem. So that's another overlay. So you're looking at all these things that are happening and what's happening for us as the processor, the underwriter, and myself, the originator, we're getting these things thrown. So when I get an opportunity to do a loan, I've got to figure out where do I go? Can I go to this lender? So, you know, for, I work with about three different lenders on the Fannie, Freddie, FHA, and I've gotta see who's gonna fit in the box. And sometimes you gotta do a lot of homework. Now I've got a gentleman that owns a home free and clear that I'm hoping to hear from today. He's refinancing, he's gotta pay off these three promissory notes. But you know, going up to 80% cash out, he's got to, they're, they're jacking up the rate a little bit. So it's not the lower threes, it's in the higher threes. But that's what's happening so you know they're going to go if you go up to 80 percent cash out you're going to get these fanny Freddie hits so that's another thing that you're going to get so maybe you had an opportunity if it's a rate term refinance say a 3.375 just throwing some numbers out you might be doing 80 percent cash out you may be a 3738 so there's where the difference is coming so you know when you look and see these rates that are available Really, I'll get text every day going, what's the rate? Well, you know, you just can't give a rate. You got to find out what are we doing? Are we doing an investment property, a second home, a primary residence? Are we doing a purchase? Are we doing a refi? Are we doing a cash out? What are your credit scores? What's the loan to value? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a lot and you need to kind of really understand that and, and see what's really happening. So. In order for us to come out of this and let the housing ramp up and, and take over, the government and the director has to loosen up. And he's got to loosen it up for us so that he can open the doors, that we can get the loans in. And the other thing is the forbearance. you know. So you have a forbearance for so many months. Are they gonna cut it off? What are they gonna do? Who's gonna be the responsible? So you got a lot of things that are happening. And so you're going to have to really, you know, if you've been in forbearance for a couple months, they're going to come at you and say, okay, what's your hardship? What do we got going on? So the real niceness and everything else is great, but now we're going to get to some brass taxes. Uh, Prove it to me if we're going to continue this deal. So there's a lot at stake. So really for my purchases, I want you to know that if you got a high credit score, you got the world, your high credit score. kind of discriminatory a little bit, right? You got a high credit score, you're gonna get a great rate. Uh, You know, like, uh, let's talk about jumbo mortgages. You know, I've lost jumbo loans. Uh, I've lost half a dozen in the last 30 days. Why? Well, my wholesale lenders that I work with have totally priced it out of the market. But you get a big bank, uh, they'll give you some disgustingly low rate that you're just like, whoa, for a jumbo loan. And that's a loan that's over five hundred ten thousand four hundred. So now you're finding out that some, you know, the banks are going to go ahead and finance all these, you know, huge seven, eight, nine million dollar uh, loans and give you some super duper low rate if you have the credit scores and, and it's all viable. So you know, there's some little disconnect. I, I think that really what we want to see is really get these first time home buyers into a home. And and really go that route. So at this juncture, as you're listening to my podcast, really, if you're like in our area under 65 grand, uh, you have a below 680. It's going to be a home ready loan. That's the one with the 3% down, and the rates in the PMI is pretty decent. Uh, you know, right now going on, these refinances rate term are incredible pricing. So they're great. But how many people? And I know I'm going back and I'm beating a dead horse. But how many people want to refi and cash out? They want to cash out to consolidate their debt, to get rid of the uh, all of their stuff that they have going on, and you know, and really get the house in order. And I can't tell you how many refis that I have in the system right now that are doing just that. It's like, okay, let's consolidate. I got one gentleman that's got a bunch of properties and he's going to refinance his primary residence at a low rate, 15-year term, pay off all his mortgages on his investment properties and really increase his cash flow. I mean, absolutely brilliant thinking. I have another customer that's a realtor uh, and and works in the airlines. They're consolidating, getting rid of the car loans, the credit card debt, the loan they have with their 401k. They're really getting their house in order uh, just to make sure that they're going to go ahead and ride through any rough storms. So you you find that a lot of people are being proactive. And so, you know, my website is www.ddamortgage.com. I highly encourage you to definitely subscribe to my weekly videos. I really try to get into more detail on my podcast to explain what's going on. So an overview on a macro level, we talked about what? You have to have the credit. You might have to have reserves if you're self-employed. Provide the business bank statement, or you get 25% haircut. You might need audited statements. Uh, there's all kinds of things, uh, you know. So we're finding out maybe the lower loan-to-values and you know higher credit scores. So those are all factors that are playing. So really, working with a mortgage broker is probably going to be your best bet or if anything, to do your homework, and then you can shop it. But you know, going to maybe a big bank, you're not really, you know, they're gonna have their guidelines. And and everyone has their set of guidelines of what they do on all their overlays. And that's what this conversation is about, overlays. So everyone has their overlays from one institution to the other. Some institutions are not even doing VA. They stop FHA. We're doing them, but we have to have the credit scores. And uh, I just took an FHA yesterday, and the credit scores were like 769, beautiful low 3% rate, uh, lender credit, everything's smooth. Had the person had under 680, probably couldn't have priced it, wouldn't have worked. So those are things that we're coming across, and I, I hope you find this helpful. And you know, like the rates are very incredible. If you have the right scenario, and you're doing a purchase, our rates have dropped down. I mean... We're doing rates that are lower than what I had at late February, early March. And a lot of people are asking me, is it a time to wait? And I keep saying this over and over. If it makes sense today to do it, do it. You no, know, we talked about the price of oil going to never give $38 in the last podcast a barrel. One, you don't know what tomorrow brings. We don't know if rates go down to 1% or 2% or if they go to 5 or 6 But if it makes sense now and you're saving money, you definitely have to take advantage and go forward and, and definitely do your financing, do a refi. I say tighten up the ship. I say we have some uncharted waters to go. You know, we're starting to get released. I have to tell you, as I've been taking my kids in the evening down to the causeway to do a little paddle boarding at the sunset, which is something that we've never been able to do because we're always in sports or working. Uh, I have to say it's great seeing like the restaurants opening up. Great seeing people in there, great seeing people out, great seeing people on the causeway. Everyone's being respectful with their distancing. But it's just great to see. And we're seeing more and more. Traffic is starting to come out again. And so as we're getting back into the work mode where you'll be going to your place or you'll be going to an establishment, uh, we're here. So let's just see what we need to do to help you. I hope I've been informative. I always keep these podcasts down to 15 minutes, not to keep you on too long but that's what I wanted to share with you on overlays, overlays, and overlays. I'm Didier Buying Florida. I'm glad you joined me today. And again, if you have any questions, go to my website, look at me, email me, call me, text me. I'm always there for you. So I'm wishing you a great day and thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Buying Florida with your host, Didier. For more information and to apply for a loan, please visit ddamortgage.com. That's ddamortgage.com or click on the link in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Have a great day.